a pair of ultras and a watch with over 500 miles on them, and a headlamp with just one race under it. How did they do? Let's find out. Hello, hello, and howdy there. This is Light on the Trail podcast. I'm Frank Colburn. Thanks so much for tuning in here. Uh, I want to have a bit of a fun episode, do a gear review. We had one early on in the uh, some of the earlier episodes, but now they've gotten more time, and um, I don't believe I had this headla- headlamp at that moment. So let's go over all of them again. We're going to go over uh, this headlamp is a Black Diamond Cosmo, um, not edition, but... Uh, Version? What's the term for it? Make, model. There we go. <laughs> the Cosmo model of the Black Diamond headlamp. Um, and then I've got my Garmin Forerunner, I believe 4, 424, 524. <laughs> uh, that watch, which I talked about in, again that earlier, later podcast. And then the shoes that I've ran all had all year um, since maybe February or March um, is my Ultra Outroads. Now then, so starting with this headlamp. I like it. <laughs> it was pretty bright. The one thing I really like about it is the um, the band around it is kind of broad and comfortable. It's easy to adjust. Um, the lettering on the side is reflective, which if you're wearing a headlamp, typically it's going to be dark and you want some more reflective or, or visibility, right? So that's great. Um, it does have the option to buy the rechargeable battery pack specific for, I believe, just Black Diamond, but you can put a battery pack in it so you save batteries, or it takes three AAAs. The problem I have with it, um, it's not working at the moment. I didn't drop it. I didn't try to break it. I ran one Ultra with it. It was about 34 miles, and uh, it got wet. And not from sweat, a little more wet than it should be, I guess. Um, But it wasn't intentional. So this was an honest accident that could very well happen. Also, if you're running an ultra, um, especially during the summer, it could be hot. So it could be, should be expected to get, get water on you. Now, these aren't made just for running and ultra runners. They're just, they're headlamps in general. Um, Typically more um, purchased by the, the outdoorsy people. Um, So you would think they could put up with some slight abuse. And this is, uh, the Cosmo is not the, the entry level, it's like the second or third one, I guess. They're all almost like ten to fifteen dollars apart from like kind of stages up and up. Um, it, it had a nice, it does have a nice, or I guess it does did. <laughs> it did have a nice way to adjust the light. You kind of hold it down, and it'll dim down. You can stop it and let go, and you dim back up. Um, but the problem was from me using the sprayers at the aid stations. Um, and kind of like wetting, wetting my head down or wetting my uh, my bandana that I was wearing. Um, I guess it just took in moisture. It does not have... I'll look a little closer here. Um, yeah, it doesn't have like a gasket around the battery uh, housing. That's just, you know, the, the back part of the headlamp, essentially. It's got a nice... Uh, the way it adjusts and tilts is like nice and firm. So it kind of holds its place. It didn't have any problems feeling too loose or anything. Um, but, uh, again, from this brand from black diamond, it does not have a gasket around the battery pack. So a couple of times of me spraying my head where the headlamp is, I'm sure I was just spraying right at the, <laughs> on this headlamp and it must took in some moisture. And thankfully I had another headlamp 
and I was able to, well, I wasn't wearing that one because I was letting someone else wear that headlamp and someone else let me use their extra headlamp. But um, I quickly took the batteries out of it and tried it later that night and it, it'll turn on. So it does work in quotes, but it, it will quickly dim back down. It goes to the lowest dim dimmer setting. You can turn it off, wait a couple seconds, turn it back on, it'll be bright. And then it dims all the way down and it doesn't, it doesn't stay at the bright setting. And sometimes it doesn't want to even go back to the bright setting unless you pull their batteries out or leave it off for a while. So I, I wanted to, to leave the batteries out and try drying it out and everything um, for a while. And it's still, still no hope. I could try to pop it apart. There very well could be some kind of warranty on them. Uh, I hadn't looked into it that far yet because um, I should be more of an adult and look into those and try to uh, follow through with those. I've got a knife that I love that I broke the little clip on. I know it's warrantied. I printed off the paper, got the packaging for it, and I never sent it off. But uh, this Black Diamond Cosmo headlamp, when they work, is great. Unfortunately, it's not as durable as if you can use that in getting wet. Or or it's more susceptible to the elements than I would like, that you would think, especially for a brand that is typically used in the outdoors and more of possibly a rugged, you know, or even snowboarding or skiing or hiking in wet conditions. But it got, it got wet a couple times and, uh, it just doesn't work like it used to prior to that. It was an awesome headlamp. So I would still recommend getting one be conscious of it's doesn't have a gasket around the, uh, the battery housing. So that crack that where it seals together, is open to water and the weather getting to it. So there's that. Uh, my watch that I've had lots of time with since about the, it was May, early May or end of April, I guess. Um, I've had it. I've put again, around 500 miles on it. Uh, it's been awesome. It's been still great. The battery life is awesome. The, how fast it charges is really great. Um, I had my, my wife purchased me, purchased me, <laughs> bought for me a, a like glass protector, a little circle film that fits right here on the, the bezel around the watch. It looked, that's fine. That's extra. Um, cause I was worried about scratching it up cause it's expensive and it's really nice and I really like it. <laughs> uh, but I'd start working on the car or something else. And like, it took me a while to remember I have a watch now and had to, I'd take it off and be careful, but just for extra protection, I have that now. I haven't changed the strap or the band or anything. Um, nothing too crazy with it. Again, just really happy with the battery life. It works when it needs to work. It syncs pretty quickly and easily. Um, the Garmin app that you use with it, the Connect and the other things, um, all pretty smooth. Lots of extra features and all that good stuff. The The GPS and mapping is great. Um, learning how to do the, um, oh, X, I want to say XPS files. It's like the GPS downloaded files, but for someone, someone ran a trail and you want to go the same trail that they did you and they, they have a, again, I can't remember if it's a dot XPS or GXPS or something like that file, but those files very easy. You can get that on there too. It took me just a quick little look into how to do that and it worked and it went syncs from my phone into my watch and that's super helpful. Um, nothing but good things to say, um, about this watch. So if you're thinking, and this one's, um, I take that back. It might be the entry level Garmin watch. 
I know they get they have quite a few more that get up there, and I don't know how much better they can be. Maybe a brighter things or more memory on it, very possible. Some watches have some of the Garmin ones that I've seen have a built-in like MP3 kind of style, so they can also hold music or play your music for you and all other stuff. But this this one's great. So the Forerunner, highly recommend. Highly recommend. Still still being awesome. Uh, I've had it had one little update weird thing like the first couple of weeks that I got it and it kind of threw me off, but I was still new to it and was just again updating. <laughs> uh, but it's been great. So pretty thing about that, it's it's been an awesome buy. Um, next we're going to go into my ultras. Uh, I have a pair of ultra off roads or I'm sorry, ultra out roads. That's one of the most confusing mix up problems with them. Um, uh, and, and while they're named that we'll get into it in just a second. Um, but through these last, uh, couple of weeks, it's been a great, like point of mind to be intentional in understanding the context of things that I'm reading in my Bible if it's something I heard someone say or heard some story, I'm like, I heard that when I was young, that Bible story. Like now, same as watching a movie that you used to love when you were a kid and you watch it again. You're like, oh, I didn't catch all these awesome little bits. Or like now this has a whole nother meaning to it. Um, just when you're reading things, specifically in your Bible, it's very important. So try to take in the context and the and the clues and you can do even you know other little searching here and there. Um, but I've really been enjoying that lately. And like this whole year, I've never done as much Bible study and like digging as I have this year. And it's been, it's been really nice. What has fueled that is, is the being aware of people saying false things. And there, there's two sides of that. There's people intentionally and maliciously using, you know, your faith or the word of God to, for their own self gain they don't even care. It's just, you know, send me money and that. And there's, unfortunately, there's people like that in the world. And there's other people that may have been raised and in, in brought up a different way. What this scripture, you know, specific specifically means, and they don't have intent with it, but they are, you know, blinded by something else. I wouldn't even call it being blinded. Again, it's, it's hard because they're ignorant to it. They don't, that's how they, they were raised and they knew it this way. Um, so that's been something on both, I've been on both sides of that. I've seen some things and I'm like, no, that's, that's not how it is. And other things I've had to kind of step back and say, same thing. I've, I've heard this before. I've seen this little, this movie before when I was a kid, but let me, let me really dig into it with my mature mind now. Uh, with that being said, don't be deceived. I recently gone through Romans. I wanted to go to Romans 16, verse 17 and 18. Um, it is saying, I urge you, brothers and sisters, to watch out for those who cause divisions and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teaching you have learned. Keep away from them. And then 18, for such people are not serving our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. By smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the minds of the naive people. So that first part in 17 does say, Right, contrary to the teachings you have learned. So, right, well, would that person learn that? Is it right? He learned it this way. This person's learned it this way. No, this means this. With that in the, in the context, you have to be able to, what you've learned needs to be the honest, you know, word and understand that someone could have told you ignorantly, them not knowing as well in the way that they have learned. Um, 
Well, there's so much <laughs> that, that can be dug into to that from people 100% just wanting your money, just wanting to to fake their their faith or religion to seem better or powerful or like they've got everything together and the people that were just taught the wrong way. But for such people are not serving the Lord Christ with their own appetites. By smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the minds of naive people. We're all naive to some things. We're all ignorant to some things. But just be aware. That is a thing. It's a happening thing. Be be able to, to hear what someone's saying, but have discernment has also been something along the same lines that I've really been going with. Um, as just not, not questioning and doubting as much, but not take that back. It is, it is questioning and not to say doubting in a hating way, but like, like, Oh, you're totally wrong. It's like, I don't know if that's a hundred percent true. Let me look into it myself. I'm a big boy. I can do this and I can look, you know, read the Bible and, and look at these other passages and this and that. It's been very uh, eye opening and rewarding. And it makes me feel good that I'm, I'm taking the time to really do that. Like I never have before. Uh, so if you have questions or maybe a couple of favorite of your own verses, uh, really look into it and take the context. You can look up like the basic spark notes of, of that, that book. What, what is Romans about? You know, I think it's, uh, you know, Paul, I believe talking to, um, I've gone to like other books now that I'm reading, um, I'm getting mixed up, but you know, what, what was, what was Paul doing during this time he was preaching and who was he specifically talking to or what just happened? You know, all these contexts really, really matter. Um, moving on now for the fun one shoes. So my ultra outroads, I have them here next to me. Let me grab them. Again, got them earlier this year. My ultra set or my ultra, my Strava says I've ran over 528 miles with them. Um, typically you hear shoes around 400 miles is, is the best life out of them. And depending on how hard I guess you run with them, but, but miles are miles. Um, they've been pretty good. They're my first pair of ultras. I don't have many more ultras to compare to. And like I said before, my other uh, shoe clips, the only other trail running shoes I've had are my Brooks Cascadias that I've had, um, which were fine, but totally different fit. Um, the the grip on the bottom, they're, they're being called outroads. I think I was saying offroads again. Um, these ultra outroads were marketed, if I believe, as like an in-between. Like, yes, they're a trail shoe, but because the lugs aren't so aggressive, you can you can be fine running on the road. Eh, they're they're lugs. They're definitely they're definitely trail shoes, and a trail shoe and a road shoe are definitely not the same. <laughs> so I have ran with them on the road. That's fine, um, but it, it's it's not a road shoe. <laughs> it's just not. Uh, the the cushioning's fine, but when you run on flatter, harder surfaces. Um, it, it will wear down these lugs quickly on my boat. Most, yeah, both of them really are the same. Um, the outer, outer hill portion on both of these have like no lugs left at all there. You can see the colors is like a, a till and a black rubber and they're totally smeared and like, look like they're melted. Cause they're all, it's all flattened, like really, really wore down. Like the hills have no more lugs left. Um, and then on both of them towards the uh, mid eh, around the ball of my foot, um, which kind of direction of how it typically, um, me, I guess that, uh, how, how a foot will roll is through, through the, the toe and the ball down to the heel of the back, go out the way, go out the way of whatever the back of your, your, your shoe, how the 
pressure or force of your foot wears through your shoe, that locomotion, whatever. There's better ways to explain that. Um, but the, the treads are still there um, everywhere else except the hills, and then they're pretty low on, on the fronts. But that's quite a, that's 500 miles. It's quite a bit. So the, the tread itself has been has been fine. Um, there's been times I guess I wish it would have been a, had been a little more aggressive, but that's not the type of shoe that I bought. I wanted one that was just kind of all around. Uh, these weren't like any lone peaks or anything like that. Both of them, let me see here. Um, yeah, on the on the inner side, so this would be by my big toe, but uh, the, I guess the ball, uh, that back knuckle of those, the both of sides, the left and the right on the inner side have holes worn through. Um, just past that front, mm, front kind of toe box protection, um, just lined up like above the uh, the toe. So kind of outside, uh, through through the upper, next to like the the vamp where the tongue would connect into. Everywhere else, though, no other big wear. There's a couple, a little bit of the nose. This was these all the shoes I've seen, or at least the Brooks were bad about this. The toe, that that portion of the the uh yeah the the lower the tread that comes around the front over to your toe there that usually that glue will start coming off and peeling down and like start talking like it's coming apart uh these never did that either they've gotten plenty of miles plenty of different kind of terrain wet and dry rocky sandy um hot and now cold weather they have been pretty solid i've been pretty happy with them for all the uh the work that they've had to do um, yes, I really like the, the tongues and the material that it's put together with the shoelaces have been awesome. The ones that just come with them, it's, I mean, nothing to really complain about. They did what they were supposed to do. They're not, uh, in half falling apart, laces broken, this ripped or bat that, um, there's a little bit of wear where my, um, Achilles heel, um, above the heel, heel cup or cap would be on the back of the, the back of the feet there. Um, part of that material of the insole is, is worn out, but, uh, not too bad. I think <laughs> for, for 500 plus miles on them, uh, they're going to be getting some more soon, I'm sure. And, uh, I, I don't know what else I'll, if I'll get next, I was really, I've really been looking into craft. Those seem to be well-made as well. I hear good things. They have a similar shape. I like that open toe box feel. But I also would like to compare it again uh, to to a tighter fit shoe like like the older Cascadias or even oh what's that new brand Normal Jorgensen's Jorgensen's uh, shoes I want to say it's called Normal is what's throwing me off. Um, does this skinnier feel? I I would like to to try those out because now I I think this is what I like because that's what I'm just used to. But with your gear, be open minded. Check out reviews. These have worked for me. We're all different. We have different styles. Uh, with back to the headlamp, though, that's a headlamp. It's supposed to light up. It lights up. It's real bright. It's nice. It's snug. It's comfortable. Um, it just got wet and it stopped working. Maybe, maybe mine just got a little, you know, unlucky with that. The watch has been great. Charge is great. Does its job. The shoes have been great. Do their job. <laughs> it's been it's been well, you know, covered on everything else. So, I just want to have fun episode go through these mainly since i i noticed recently my shoes had over 500 miles on them um that's the most i've ever ran in one pair of shoes and most this year i've ever ran um so looking at it looking back on it it i'm happy with it it's been good 
Uh, if you have a recommendation of a pair of shoes or anything else or something you'd like me to cover or thoughts or ideas, uh, please do shoot me an email at fullsteamaudio at outlook.com. Uh, I would love to, to hear that. Thank y'all so much for, for checking that out. Thanks so much for listening here. And may the dirt be forever under your feet. <laughs>